0: Real business Owners. Welcome back to the Real Business Owners Podcast. This is episode 52 with myself, Trevor Cowley, and Kel Goodman. What's up? What up? Um, so Kel's uh Kel's looking like he's you know been on a construction site because he has yeah you know he's got the dirt to prove it you know so i
1: know man i owe you an apology bro i haven't been much of a a help in, (laughs) you know thinking up topics or nothing i've been spending 70 percent of my time at this at this home it's always been a dream of mine dude to build a build a home like me build it you know yeah um and dude it's i've bitten off more than i can chew but i just keep telling myself like yeah it'll be be worth
0: it yeah it'll be over
1: one day i know dude and we're we're getting every day it's a little closer i'm just like oh my but it still seems like so much more to go.
0: <laughs> that's an analogy right there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Eventually, your problems will go away. Just stay the course, and you'll be glad that you did right. Mm-hmm. And but it just when you're in the moment, it doesn't. It just feels like it's going to last forever. Absolutely. And so that's just a good analogy for life and business in general, with whatever it is you're going through. Even if you're going through something like a negative point, or uh, and you're depressed. Yeah. Stay the course, you'll get through it. You'll pop out the other side. It's not gonna last. Whatever pain in the ass that you're dealing with is not gonna last forever. Yeah. And you'll be glad that you stayed the course and you stuck it out, it's right? True. It's kinda of um, good
1: though to get back to the roots. Dude, I've had a lot of like gratitude for what we've built here and what yeah. we do because I mean, I used to do this for a living.
0: Being out in the hot sun, every and I hate day. it, yeah. dude. And yeah. I'm
1: like, holy shit, why did yeah. I ever want to do this? You know, but I, but I but I'm like, I have to see it through. Yeah. I made that commitment. Yeah. So yeah. it's cool though. Everybody should maybe get back to their roots one day. If you started out as like a, a stock boy at a grocery yeah. store, go back and do that shit just, for a few weeks. And
0: <laughs> uh, you have an internship. I don't want to get paid anything, but I need gratitude. I need a slap in the face of gratitude. Yeah. So I want to stock shelves for like a week just so that I can stop bitching about my current situation. So. Right. Um, so this this episode is going to be about you know all of the things well not all of the things it's impossible to talk about all of the things that we've done yeah. um, to get uncomfortable but here, here's really what it comes down to I believe that if you put yourself in enough uncomfortable situations on purpose mm-hmm. where you control the situation and control. You know, the decision to get uncomfortable yeah. when an external situation that's uncomfortable makes its way into your life, that it's not going to be as difficult because you've already got used to being uncomfortable. Right. So either you, it's self imposed uncomfort or it's, you know, outside forces putting uncomfortable situations on you. And if you do the uncomfortable things enough, the outside stuff won't affect you as much. That's one thing that I've realized with this whole COVID thing is a lot of the successful people that we know with inside of the groups like Arate or whatever, they're staying positive Mm -hmm. and it's not affecting them like it is, let's say the normal individual, because they've put themselves in a lot of tough situations already. This is just another tough situation right? Or another uncomfortable situation. So it's just like, okay, let's make it through this one and we'll pop out better on the other side. They just are mentally, they stay positive about the situation rather than just getting too low. Right.
1: And a lot of us in that, in our group are, I mean, dude, we've been through downtimes, Mm -hmm. you know what I mean? Like Mm -hmm. we have, we've been through uncomfortable positions. We, you know, situations we've gotten on the other side of them. And so we are a little more callous to it, but dude, I mean, everybody's got room to grow. You know what I mean? So, um, well, but, some people aren't comfortable
0: with change. Yeah. It's hard. It it is very hard. Yeah. A lot It scares I, me too. Yeah. Exactly. So change that's one thing that's guaranteed in life. Things will evolve, things will change. Mm-hmm. What worked 5 years ago might not work today. And sometimes you stay stuck on what used to work a yeah. little too long. For instance, one of our businesses that we just pivoted in terms of, you know, working in the business funding space and we did that for 10 years, then we pivoted and just changed it to only be a credit repair company for anybody, not yeah. just people that are looking for business funding, and now that's working. So what worked for us five years ago in that industry is not working for us today, so we yeah. had to adjust.
1: How many freaking badass businessmen are done because they were not willing to evolve because they had a hard time adapting to change? Like, Look at like so many CPA firms. I mean, we're in the accounting industry. Yeah, good. they didn't want to. They didn't want to do the cloud-based stuff yeah. because their clients didn't trust that cloud. Yeah. And yeah. now all those businesses are either going out or they're getting old or retiring. Yeah. You know, businesses are adapting, using new software technologies, and like. All of a sudden, these younger firms are, are actually, you know, thriving more yeah. than them.
0: These other yeah. ones are going out of business. We see it all the time. Well, that's and it's one like, thing we we're going to have to do it
1: too one day because the technology is going to be freaking ten times different in ten years from yeah.
0: now. It, it, it comes down to just being open minded to change yeah. and being willing to make changes. I think that people get scared of that because the way that they've done something has brought them. A certain livelihood, Mm -hmm. right? Or income level. So they just, they're stuck on that and they're expecting that way to, if they hit a down spot in their business, they just stay the course rather than being open minded on what tweaks or adjustments could be made with inside that business. Um, And so that's really what it comes down to is about getting uncomfortable. I think a lot of people get content with where they're at and they stop getting uncomfortable. Um, and we were guilty of that for probably years before we started joining groups and, you know, having people, leaders to look up to this, that they do this and this and this. And they're like, well, shit, maybe I need to do this, this and this. Right. Mm-hmm. Like, again, we've talked about this a little bit before in previous podcasts. Like, what are some of the things that the people that you look up to do? Yeah. What are successful habits? Are your habits That of a successful creature, right? Because we're all creatures of habit. Right. The problem is, is we seek, we try to seek what's familiar, not what's right. In some cases, Mm -hmm. right. And so, this whole podcast is going to discuss some of the things that we've done to take a step outside of our comfort zone to help us kind of get where we're at. And so, it comes down to moving into a new office. I don't. I mean. I remember having that conversation when we we're talking about going from like $3,000 a month lease, this is an $11,000 a month lease. That's a, that's a large, large increase. And we didn't necessarily need that much square footage when we initially moved into it. So that was an uncomfortable decision. Yeah, it was. Um, but that, all, that decision and stepping into that uncomfort put another level of pressure on us to have to grow our companies to fit the space. And I remember saying... I think it'll be a good move yeah. and I believe that by default having a better bigger nicer space for our employees to work out of will bring more out of them in other words by default more revenue will ultimately come yeah. into the business cuz we did we did
1: look at a lot of spaces that yeah. you know we're going to be you know double our rent but not triple, yeah. not quadruple. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? Exactly. And so I actually remember dude, being nervous about that and you were the one that sold me on it. You know, you were the one that was like, dude, I, I feel like this is going to force growth for us, yeah. you know, and, and I, and it's also going to, you know, attract more people to us and everything. Right. So, um, that was the selling point for me, but yeah, it was, it was uncomfortable, I mean,
0: man l- because it,
1: it, we weren't taking fat. We weren't taking fat paychecks home at that no, time either. So I'm like, yeah. man, why are we increasing? Overhead. You know what I mean? Quadrupling our rent when yeah. we're not even giving ourselves a rate. You know yeah. what I mean? But that's yep. just how you, those are the, the thoughts that you go through as any business owner, right? So, those the doubts, things you got to cre- Those weigh. doubts
0: creep in, right? Mm. It, it, it's very difficult to put yourself in a situation over and over and over in business to where you're the last one to get paid when, you know, we're not taking large checks. It's not like we were, I mean, four or five years ago, it's not like we were just killing it, right? Uh-huh. Um, we were doing well. I mean, compared to the average, right? Yeah. But it's it, nothing like what we're doing now. And I just felt like if you, if somebody's working out of a nicer area in terms of office, mm-hmm. it just feels better. And your if it feels better, you want to create an environment where people want to come,
1: clients, yeah. employees. Um, you know, you really want to build your culture the way you want it and sometimes that is the environment that you build right exactly um but dude i've never ever i mean signed a a lease under five years yeah And i've never signed one i've been in business for 15 years now so i've done a few yeah i've never signed one where i didn't have those thoughts though those uncomfortable thoughts of like dude i'm personally guaranteeing this like this is quadruple the rent and before it was double and you know what i mean and i've never i've never signed one where i'm like man like what if something happens or yep. something crashes my yep. business and I'm on the hook for this lease and, and then the landlord put all this money into tenant improvements and, yep. like, now I'm, I'm going to be in court and be sued and be, you know what I mean? Like, mm. it's not like a, it's not like renting a house for a year or two where you have to live. It's different, man, you know? like So yeah. there is. It's yeah. scary. Uh, but it is. It's uncomfortable, it, man, and you have those
0: thoughts. Like you just said, those thoughts are natural, though. Mm-hmm having the thoughts of doubt, having the thoughts of when, like, where the heck am I going to be in five years? Business is so crazy as it is. It has ups and downs and lefts and right. Like I'm hoping that I'm making the right decision. And yeah. and again, business really comes down to just betting on yourself, yeah. right? I believe in what I'm able to do. So I'm going to continue to double down, triple down and invest more and commit more to my business and I think that the more that you commit to the business, the more the business gives back to you. So you you guys need to stop flirting with your business. If there's a, even Cam uh, hit me up when he was about to sign a new lease. He's like, dude, just tell me, like, is it worth? And I'm like, you're hitting me up for advice. I should be hitting you up for advice. Like you're the one worth millions. You shouldn't even be worried about signing a lease. Right. And so everybody needs that though. You know what I mean? Just that little kick in the butt, that little nudge, mm-hmm. um, Starting a podcast was very uncomfortable. You know, now it's, a, it's obviously far more comfortable than what it used to be yeah. now that we're 52 weeks into it.
1: I mean, dude, it's, it's the same. There's, you know, there's different kinds of uncomfortable. I mean, hell, if you're, if there's... you're doing squats in the squat rack and you're on rep 12 and it's uncomfortable and you just want to push to 13 is different than like uncomfortable mentally, um, like starting a new podcast or jumping on stage to present in front of a crowd because now you're uncomfortable because you care. Uh, what other people think mm-hmm. You're afraid You're gonna mess up You're gonna look stupid People are gonna judge you Like You know what I mean And like mm-hmm. As much as we work On our egos And we do all these things Like We always have things To work on And so Podcasts Dude, it's kind of like getting on stage. Like, man, people I know are gonna listen. Are they gonna talk shit? Are they Mm. gonna like? You know, are they gonna judge me? And we've gotten better and better over the years as we've worked on our not giving a shit what people think and just pushing through anyway. But it's always there a little bit, which is is. good because we always need to work on it, right? Um, But that's that's that kind of uncomfortable. I feel like.
0: Well, yeah. There's the physical uncomfort. There's Mm -hmm. financial uncomfort. but growth is always on the other side of it. Yeah, I mean, it, that, that that that's just a common denominator. And and I think that right now in the the environment that we're in, a lot of people are uncomfortable, and you just need to embrace it. Yeah. Right? So if you embrace it, there will be something good on the other side of it. All you need to do is survive. Yeah. In some cases in business, your business will be in survival mode. You're not alone in that. Every entrepreneur, everybody that's ever started a business – even if they did good for the first three or four years, they're going to hit a spot where they're in survival mode. Yeah, Nobody's immune to having a downturn in business. Survival mode is a, a mode that really molds you into a true entrepreneur or a true business owner, a true problem solver, an individual that is deserving of success. Mm-hmm. Because if you go through difficult times and you struggle and you're on survival mode. You have a different muscle than somebody that hasn't hit that yet. Yeah. You know we we've been fine throughout this whole process because we've had past struggles. Mm-hmm. This might be somebody's first struggle in business. Cool. You'll get through it and you'll be stronger because of it. And in 2025, you're going to look back and say, "Man, that one year. This is what I did different. This is this is the outcome, and it will be positive." Um, look, I mean. Even starting the Instagram account, uh, hiring a videographer—all of that stuff was uncomfortable. Yeah. Okay. Putting your
1: face on camera,
0: putting your (laughs) face—very uncomfortable.
1: Hiring the videographer might have not been that uncomfortable, but actually, well, it's a financial discomfort. It's a financial discomfort. I mean, Jeremy
0: didn't want to do it. You know, I mean, he was hesitant about it. Right. One of our partners, me and Kel, were pretty much bought bought in on the idea of doing it Mm -hmm. because we believed that. It would be beneficial um, to our businesses at one point or another, but there's no guarantee with that. There's still some sort, I mean, we're still having to give up thousands of dollars on a monthly basis in hopes that um, something comes out of it, cross our fingers, right? So a lot of the things that you guys are going to have to do in business is going to be blind faith, believing in something that maybe others don't see the reason why yet. Um, And you've got to go with it. That's just the truth of the matter. If you believe in it, that's all that matters. You're the individual that's operating the business. You're the individual running the business and whether it's successful or whether it's not successful, that's going to land on your shoulders. So don't let somebody else's opinion of what you should or shouldn't do affect the outcome of your life. And I think that that's a big issue is a lot of people don't make moves because they don't want to look stupid.
1: I Actually had somebody say something to me once and it helped me. Um, and it was about speaking Because dude I, I I get so nervous Yeah And I do it anyway And yeah. I've had decent ones And I've had really shitty ones Yeah and, uh, I've gone forward and then I've gone backwards and, you know, like this guy says, well, why the hell are you so nervous or whatever? And I'm like, man, I don't know. I just, I just get nervous and I blank out. And then, you know, sometimes I always think there's going to be like someone that's smarter than me in the crowd. That's going to like yeah. call me out and I'm not going to know how yeah. to answer it, or I'm not going to know the answer to a question on something. And, and, uh, he's like, so you just worried about all these people judging you. And, and I was like, you know, that's part of it too. And, and he says, well, then that might mean you have a problem judging other people. Have you ever thought about that? And I was like, man, that's true, dude. Like sometimes i watch people speak and when they start struggling, I do, dude. I start picking them apart. I start, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Like I start looking at like their flaws. I start thinking Analyze what it. they could yeah. do better. Yeah. Or, you know what I mean? I'm judging them. And so um I was like, man, that's true, dude. Maybe I need to work on not being so judgmental and then I won't care about people judging me, right? Mm-hmm. And so that was something I actually – um yeah, I think it actually did help me. It's kinda helped me in some situations
0: where I've also heard that, you know, when when you step on stage, try to focus on the value that you're giving, not what people think yeah. about you while you're up there. Mm-hmm. So it, it's somebody said when I'm on stage it's not about it's not about me. I'm just trying to give good information to people so that they benefit and I'm making it about them. Mm-hmm. And if I'm making it about them, it makes me a little less um self- um self-conscious oh right yeah self-conscious right um so yeah stepping on stage is uncomfortable flat out um i only did it that one time with the with the little mc thing but the room was only like 30 or 40 people so that was nothing but
1: we'll do it more uh, man we get events rolling again we'll do yeah. more we'll get better at it yeah. it's just it, dude it is a magnet though like, right like if you get up there so i've done presentations where i'm like i'm gonna go for a close at the end and that yeah. is kind of nerve-wracking because yeah. then i'm like oh shit like you know, like I don't want people to feel like I'm just trying to close them from stage. I do wanna give value, but I also do want to earn business, otherwise I wouldn't be getting on a stage. Yeah. You know, so you do kind of wanna get up there with that that intention of like, dude, I just want to give value and I wanna I wanna tell people how they can get in contact with us if they feel like we're the right fit or whatever, but yeah. not try and be so hardcore closing at the stage because i don't like those type of events yeah. right and so yeah. sometimes because i don't like those type of events it does kind of
0: you're you nervous when you're gonna try yeah. and go for a close on yeah. stage
1: but there are ways to do it where you don't have to feel like that you yeah. don't have to make it feel like that to them and uh yeah dude uh
0: you didn't want to feel like sl- like a slime ball right just trying to like say all the right things and then throw an offer out there and you know all that but
1: but, dude, every time I've gotten up, even on ones where we didn't try and offer anything, because there's some events where, like, we don't want you to offer anything. Yeah, we just no, want you to give some tips. Yeah. Pitch, you know, like, not even pitch. Just just speak on things you know. Yeah. And it's like, poof, everyone floods you after the event. And some of them I feel like I did really bad. And so, dude, speaking is a magnet, bro. Like, people will just come to you with questions, and then they'll want to reach out to you. And then you will earn business by putting yourself out there and getting through that discomfort and just doing it. Um, if the, if you're so, in a business so, right so, so how do
0: people get through discomfort did you, you, you just do it man you don't you 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 there's nothing that you can do to make the situation comfortable yeah. let's just call it how it is it's impossible to be 100 comfortable if you're speaking on a stage yeah you're going to have to go through that uncomfort so that eventually you can find. Some sort of comfort. Yeah. And even every single time, you'll probably still have a little bit of butterflies every time you go up. And that is a positive thing. Right. The reason why it's positive is because it's forcing you to perform at your peak. I still
1: get nervous talking to our,
0: our staff sometimes, dude. You know what I mean? It just is what it is. Um, they, there was an athlete that said... Every single time before they play, they get a little teeny, a uh, little bit of butterflies. That's because they want to perform at their peak. Yeah, they get a little nervous. They, but that's if they didn't have that, that means they don't care that much.
1: Right.
0: Why would you be nervous if you don't give a shit? That's true. I don't man. care how that's I, I perform. Point. I don't give a shit. Yeah, like I don't care if I score two points or twenty points. Like I'm just gonna, I'm gonna go out and play. You Dude, know, the,
1: the, fir- the first time I got asked to talk on uh, t- at an event, I said yes. Because I'm kind of BS, man. Dude, I I love taking on a new challenge, right? Like, I love figuring out something new. Like, speaking is always something I actually kind of wanted to try. But, dude, I was so relieved when I had something come up and I had to back out. Remember, we hired Mitch to do it? Oh, yeah. I had, In I had to go
0: up there with him. Yeah. He called me up there. Oh, dude. I was so
1: nervous. I was like, I was like relieved. And then I felt like shit after because I was like glad. Yeah. That something came up and I had yeah. to puss out. Right. Yeah. And so the next time I got, I was like, okay, hey, I'm going to say yes. I'm going to see it through. And so that's really the thing, man, is just say yes to those opportunities. And no matter how hard it is, uncomfortable it is, like, you just do it. Yeah. Just be willing to go fall on flat on your face because you are going to sometimes, mm-hmm. you know? Like some people are probably going to be naturally better than others. That's a given, but just be willing to go up I mean, and suck.
0: Look at look at some of the first videos that we made. Couple years ago, yeah.
1: Oh, dude, I know. You know,
0: we didn't know what we were. Casein went resurfaced one. I was Um, like so embarrassed. Yeah, yeah. it's like, (laughs) oh my god. Now you, now we know why people are like, who do these guys think that they are? Yeah. Based upon the video, but yeah, you got to suck your way into basically eventually being good, right?
1: And that's one thing I had to tell myself several times when I was trying to, you know, get on a few stages. Is like, dude, it's gonna be over, and you're not gonna die over it. Yeah. And you know what? No one's even gonna think about it. Even if you do get up and you suck, you think the dude that in the crowd that, that thought you sucked, or the gal or whoever, is even gonna think about you next year, yeah, next, next month week. next week? Like no. dude, they don't care. They're no. going home from their event. Whatever. If no. they don't, they're not going to be sitting there analyzing how shitty you were. Two, yeah. three. They're weeks not taking
0: out, notes on how you know? shitty. You know.
1: So are. you just got to be willing to suck and not care one what they do think. Um, but then, even if you do care what they think, like you got to know, bro, it's all just going to pass. It's just all going to blow over.
0: So, I got that. Uh, I got a message just like two or three days ago, and they were like, "Well, you know, how do you get past the 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 uncomfortable situ- the part of speaking?" And then I'm like and i told you about it i'm like yeah. you don't like you just do it that some people will get past it some people won't yeah the discomfort is go- that's your barrier of entry that's your fee to get to the next level right that's what that's the price that you have to pay is that living in that moment of discomfort to get something better and so if you Spot are on. yeah if you're nervous if you're scared or you're this that's usually a sign that it's a good thing that's, that should be a – because your brain always tries to sell you the comfortable way of doing things, if your brain is stuttering or questioning what's about to happen, in most cases, like 90% of cases, that's probably what you should be doing.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Somebody calls you right now and says, hey, we want you to speak at this event, your brain initially is probably like, oh, man, I don't know. I haven't been doing yeah. it for a while. I don't know if I want to do it. Yes, you just, have to, yes. you just have to say yes and go Once you for commit, it. then you yeah. commit, and then it is it is what it is, and you kind of live with it. That's just one form of getting uncomfortable. But um, any time that you get uncomfortable, something positive is going to come from it. Um, what about getting uncomfortable and getting into some of these entrepreneurship groups that we've yeah, been a part of? Dude, for what, sure. If that's a financial discomfort and a physical discomfort, putting yourself in a room where you feel less than, A lot of people, Mm -hmm. you know, you're wondering, am I the uh, least financially stable person in this room? And you start questioning yourself, right? And you want to posture yourself and make sure that people think that, you know, that you're deserving to also be in the crowd as well. Um, The funny thing is, is the more people that we would talk to with inside that group, Mm -hmm other people would say the same thing. I feel like I'm the lowest guy in the group. Everybody's yeah. doing big shit. It gets And, said so and much. then you start realizing, like, holy shit, the feelings that I feel, that's what everybody feels. Yeah. And I think that that's what, when somebody looks at somebody and they're like, man, how did they do it? Like, why, how did they get, because those same people that had those same feelings just like we did, they all ended up being in the same room with us mm-hmm. and we're all, we all end up leveling up. So they went into a situation that was uncomfortable that they felt like that they were the little guy or less than. And you get to talking to him like, holy shit, dude, that's what me and Kel said. We felt like we were the 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 people least financially uh, stable to be in the room. Not saying that we're unstable financially, but it just seems like that there's guys worth millions and millions and millions of dollars, you yeah, know, yeah. in that room. And so you, you really start measuring yourself with everybody that's in the room, you mm-hmm. know, and... That's true. uncomfortable. It, it really is, is uncomfortable. Is. But then when you get past that bullshit, that, that mental bullshit that creeps into your head and you start communicating with some people yeah. in the group, you're like, man, these are some badass fucking people. Dude, and you, and you realize that they're just human too. Like yeah. I actually
1: start noticing things like – I don't even know how to explain it. But you start noticing things like that they're insecure about. And things that you know that they're not experts on, or yeah.
0: whatever. And you're just like, dude, we're all just human, man. Like- we give everybody else the benefit of the doubt that they're just the best and the greatest, and that they know yeah. everything. But then we shortchange ourselves <laughs> and say we don't know shit. We were undeserving. Yeah. You know, all these doubts. It's like it, hot, should, it should be flip flop.
1: It's like the hot chick at school. Dude, you put her on a pedestal, and you're like so oh afraid God. to put yourself out there to go like yeah, even exactly. just talk to her. Yeah. Like you think she's better than you for some reason because she's like, the hot chick. Yeah. Or,
0: you know what I mean. At the end of the day, she's human too. <laughs> yeah, but like she don't look human.
1: But that's kind of how it is, dude. Yeah. When you 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 see these dudes, maybe they're maybe they're doing hundred million dollars a year in business, yeah. and you're only even ten or whatever. You, you do you put them on a pedestal, man. You shouldn't. You just like. But I don't know. It's just part of the process.
0: It is part of the process, and that process. People do
1: it to us, you know? Yeah. And I'm just like, what? What well, do you mean? Well,
0: even, need? even, uh, uh, Jeffro. Je- yeah, yeah, he said, it, he's like, he's dude, I'm like, so like, nervous I didn't to even call want... you guys.
1: I'm like, bro, we went to high school together. Why are yeah. you be nervous to call? You guys just do big shit. It's like, I don't even feel like that.
0: Yeah. You know, like, that's what's, that's what's, it's just.
1: Now he's doing big shit. Yeah.
0: But <laughs> again, that, that's the common theme. Yeah. Is that everybody's, putting themselves in a lot of uncomfortable situations to realize that they're they're just projecting that they believe it's mm. really much worse yeah. than it really is. Um, there's a statistic that's like 98% of the shit that you worry about doesn't ever happen and the 2 or 3% the times that it does it's never as bad as you projected it to that's be. True, dude. You know, yeah. so it's always, you know, again, We just oversell ourselves some bullshit just to try to talk ourselves out of being uncomfortable. People Um, just downgrade themselves too,
1: man, like internally or mentally, like when when they're in those environments. And so, I mean, you just got to ask yourself, man, when you're feeling like that, she's like, dude, am I just downgrading myself? Like, what the
0: fuck? Do you know it takes the exact same amount of energy to believe in yourself as it does to worry? Exactly. So it's just a matter of your brain naturally when it's on autopilot is a worrier because mm-hmm. it's meant to protect you. When you actually have full control of your brain and it's not just on autopilot feeding you full of shit, that same energy that you're talking about worrying and, and getting anxiety and this, if you actually just turn the page or turn the chapter and you you then start in moments where your brains, you're not good enough, or you're not this, you're not, you, you know, that's you shouldn't do that. You're undeserving. These people are way better than you. Those are the moments where you actually take it off of autopilot and you have full control and say, "I am worthy. I am good enough. I have done big shit. Mm-hmm. People do look up to me." You know, all of these do, things. Yeah, I do
1: have uh, value to offer here. And you know what? It all just comes down to practice, dude. It really Everything does. Everything is. And I know we've talked about that before, but that can really be said about anything. Because once you become aware of something like, dude, am I just downgrading myself? Like, what the hell? Like, I'm going to start telling myself right now that I'm not like that, right? And you start you start flipping the narrative and you start saying, no, nah, dude, I'm, I'm you know, I'm worthy of being in this room. And yeah. you start practicing that, right? Yeah. Every time you get in those situations, because once you become aware of it, you start telling yourself the other the other side of it over and over and over again, then you start naturally thinking that way.
0: Well, even asking a question inside of the group, right? Mm-hmm. You know, you get little anxiety and build yeah. up. Like, did you even ask a question? You're like, well, I don't want to look fucking dumb. I don't want to ask a dumbass question. And then like them say, well, we've already covered that you idiot or, mm-hmm. you know, something of that. And then you ask the question and it was a good question and you got yeah. a good answer. Yeah. And it didn't, there was no reason to have anxiety, or anything like that prior to it. And again, this is all just personal bullshit that your brain tries to, you know. I I don't know what it is. It's just fucking weird as shit. It
1: is, dude. That's why I've made it a point to ask a question at every event. I don't know if you've noticed, but I always do it, Mm -hmm. dude. I always like – and I always overthink, too. Like, what what, what questions should I get? I sometimes hurry and just make one up just to ask a question because, dude, I'm just practicing it. Yeah. I'm just practicing – being in front getting of everybody, yeah. asking questions, yeah. putting it out there, even yeah. if at the risk that it might be a yeah. stupid question yep. or something that we already covered. Maybe yep. I didn't pay as good attention as I, yeah. I should have or whatever, right? You just take, you just do it, man. It's just yeah. practice.
0: So investing large amounts of money into entrepreneurship groups, that's financially uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. We just don't know whether we're going to get a large return out of it or not. Anything that you do at first is going to be uncomfortable. Yeah. But if somebody said, hey, it's X amount of money to invest into this group, but it's a good ass group, we probably wouldn't bat an eye and be like, yeah, let's fucking do it. Yeah. Because we we've, we've had the, the experience every, now. Yeah. You know, so it's really just about the experience. And life is about experiences. And the more uncomfortable experiences that you have had, the better you are at dealing with uncomfortable situations. Mm-hmm. Therefore, that's why a lot of entrepreneurs that are somewhat successful do not have the same fear, worry, or uncertainty in this COVID situation as the normal person because they've already had so many uncomfortable experiences in their life in order to get where they are financially that when, again, a third party or a, a outside force comes into their world, that's just one of many uncomfortable situations. So if I've dealt with a 100 uncomfortable situations and one enters, it's only 1%. Right of uncomfortable situations that I've dealt with.
1: Good way to look at it.
0: If other people avoid uncomfortable situations and they've only dealt with 10 situations that are uncomfortable and an outside force comes in, that's 10% that has a far more weight of uncomfort on them than it does somebody else. Mm -hmm. That's the easiest way to measure it. The more uncomfortable experiences you have, the more that you realize that there's nothing really that uncomfortable you see the other side of it. Again, it's about getting on the other side. If you right. if, if your normal is not ever getting on the other side and you're paralyzed on this side of uncomfort, then all you're doing is listening to your brain on all the what-if scenarios that might happen that 98% of the time will not happen. And when you get onto the other side, there'll be that relief. And then the next time you face an uncomfortable situation, it's that much easier to just face it head on. And then face the next one head on, head on. And then it just becomes a situation where an individual is so immune to discomfort that they can make decisions of investing six grand a month into an entrepreneurship group with a snap of a decision and not even bat an eye at it. And there's somebody else there wondering how the fuck did they even feel comfortable to even get to the point of investing that type of money into a group. Yeah. They've just been uncomfortable far more times than you have, and they've seen the other side of uncomfortable far more times than you have. Therefore, they realize all the positive shit's on the other side, and you're stuck on this side of it. That's just the truth. It is. um, So this was a personal experience that me and Kel had in November uh, doing an ayahuasca. Okay? So that has a little taboo, whatever, whatever. I think it's only taboo and weird to people because they haven't ever experienced it. Yeah. So anything that you don't have an experience with, you can go say, oh, it's easy to label that as weird or taboo or this or that. And again, all that's doing is shortchanging your, yourself from having an opportunity at a new experience in life. Maybe an uncomfortable experience that'll get uh, get you to the point to where you're more confident and comfortable with yourself in uncomfortable situations. So the ayahuasca, I mean, me and Kel, were, again, this is kind of, somewhat of a drug-induced experience to where you're, you do a lot of soul searching mm-hmm. and you're trying to find what your life's purpose is. And, you know, uh, you know, and this is just a quest of just wanting to be better, better right. business guys, better husbands, better human beings, uh, trying to, like, really, I think we all have the question, what's our true purpose on this earth? Like, what am I, you know, yeah, we make good money, but now what? Like, mm-hmm. should I just continue to focus on money, money, money? What's what's the next step for me? How can I make a larger impact? You know, We know that we have somewhat of a, a small audience now with real business owners, and I want to be respectful of that audience and make sure that we're giving them valuable information that can impact their life in a positive way. Totally. Um, so in order to do that, that means we've got to continue to be uncomfortable and continue to get add more experiences to our life so that we can bring more value to other people. That's what it comes down to. Absolutely. And so... Last year, yeah, that, that was November. But the year prior, Kel said, "Let's do it,"
1: mm-hmm.
0: and I said, "No, dude." <laughs> I said, "That's that's I'm not ready for that." I think is what I said, or yeah. something like, I, "I'm, you know, that's too much." Well, I'd met some guys in business that yeah.
1: that were like, "Dude, it was life changing yeah. for me." But dude, I was nervous as shit too because I didn't, I didn't, not, I've never been like a drug user, dude. Like I dabbled yeah. with a couple things in yeah. high school. Yeah, I actually hate the way even getting high on weed makes me feel like i never liked it. So I was like, dude, I get, if I, if I smoked weed, I get like super high anxiety, heart starts pounding and people look at me like I'm weird. Like I've met a few people like that, but like, really supposed to chill you out. And I'm like, not me, man. Like I guess I'm a hypochondriac or something, bro. I don't know. But like I overthink things. I feel totally like insecure. My heart races. I feel like something's wrong. And so I was super nervous to like, ingest these medicines yeah that's that what i they know call nothing that. about
0: I mean, again yeah but, but I mean, they're
1: designed to make you uncomfortable
0: yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> for sure mm-hmm. uh so Kel, a year prior to me committing asked if i would do it you know and and i was i wasn't open to it at that point mm-hmm. you know um and then the following year. Um, I think I think that's when we were talking prior to the podcast. Like you were saying you've never listened to a Joe Rogan podcast. I listened to Mike, a, a little sliver of Mike Tyson and Joe Rogan's podcast, and they were talking about DMT and this, that, the other. And both of them are talking about how great of an experience it was. It kills the ego. It's this. It's that. And I'm like, if Mike Tyson did it and killed his ego, I mean, shit, he was like <laughs> about snapping necks and eating children. Like – you know and 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 ears e- 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 Biting ears. Ears. <laughs> ears yeah i mean so if 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 it was a benefit to him then it would probably be a huge benefit to me and that's one thing like i already know i have somewhat of an ego mm-hmm. um i don't think it's out of control or anything like that but i've wanted to become better by Getting rid it. of that as much as I possibly can. I again, there's areas yeah. I believe that it serves you, and then, then there's areas where it doesn't. But well, so
1: I, it's gonna be something you had to work on forever, dude. You know what I mean? I don't, th- I don't think there's a, a person that has zero, zero ego, ego, unless you know you're know like mean?
0: Gandhi or some shit, is or, or Buddha.
1: Who knows? Even they got maybe might. some right. Like they've had to have things go to their head, right? Yeah, I would think. Get I mean, famous and
0: exactly. <laughs> maybe. If he didn't want to get famous, he would have stayed in the hills somewhere under a tree meditating, right? right? So he obviously wrote books and stuff. You know, he wanted notoriety a little bit, but I would think that maybe it was more so out of wanting to help other people, but. Um, Look, I mean, th- this was a very, very uncomfortable situation. It mm-hmm. really, really was. I mean, our, me and Kel were sitting on a couch when we finally committed to this thing. We're at this house. It's a two-day thing. We don't we're know spending what Spending
1: they- the night with dudes, and we don't we even don't know. know. Yeah. It was weird. Dude. Yeah.
0: It was—dude, of course, it, it's, it was uncomfortable mm-hmm. as shit. Basically, the theme of the podcast, right? Yeah. Our wives were all worried. They're worried as shit. They yeah. think we're going to go off and die on some freaking— drug medicine stuff you know and yeah. peyote or whatever the heck i don't even know what i was ingesting on day one but um but i remember sitting there both of we're sitting next to each other our palms are sweat like we're oh my god it was nerve-wracking because you don't nobody knows what to expect and again it was another one of those scenarios where our mind was taking over and completely controlling all of the fears all of the worry all of the anxiety it's selling us the worst case scenario we mm. might die you know like what the heck is going to happen you know i think a
1: few people asked asked him dude the, like the, we dude, can't die model, right like, or what like dude does anyone ever die on this yeah yeah
0: <laughs> exactly so that was that was a personal journey just to try to get better as a human being mm-hmm. um And we believe that if you get better as a human being, you'll probably be a better boss, a better employee, you know, and, and, and hopefully it will financially have its rewards as well. Mm -hmm. Because if you're a better human being, you could serve other human beings better. And, you know, it's a win-win for everybody. Right. And,
1: uh, I would never like tell people to do it, but if anyone ever asked me if I got good things out of it, absolutely, man. Like I wrote some awesome shit down there, dude. I I had so many great takeaways. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, and dude, at the end of the day, we did have business come out of that group, yeah, That was kind of weird. Um, so yeah, dude, I, I would say that. Uh, I mean, there, we've we've already seen benefits from it, you know, both personally and business wise. You know, so I, I think, but I mean, just just the growth alone from it, dude. I, I think there was a lot of great takeaways from. It. I would do it again. I wouldn't go do it all the time.
0: Yeah, right? I, I I think that there'll be another time yeah. where uh, I'll, I'll get down on that. Now that I can go into it with zero anxiety, knowing that it's just I just want I, I want to go into it just free and comfortable, um, and maybe get a little bit different of an experience, so that you can let go just a little bit more mm-hmm. and let whatever message or whatever's supposed to 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 come to you come to you. Mm-hmm. Um, but we've really, really, I mean. You name it. You know, whether it's financially, we've taken steps outside of our comfort zone. Mm-hmm. Whether it's physically, uh, you know, being on camera, exposing ourselves to people that talk shit uh, because there's plenty of those out there in the world. Yeah. Um, exposing ourselves personally to, you know, <laughs> ayahuasca stuff and trying to figure out how to become better in that aspect. Exposing ourselves to groups of people and some in some of these business groups that we're a part of. That you know made us feel less than when when we initially entered, but when you go into it, you're like, man, all these people are just great fucking people, and that's all they are—human beings. And you know they've just committed and they've been more you disciplined to other guts. people, yeah. and they were willing to get uncomfortable and go to that same room that we were uncomfortable in, and then eventually that uncomfort goes away. You find you know solid friendships and things like that. So. At this point in time, whatever you have done to get you where you are, if you feel like you're kind of stuck in your ways, this is a perfect moment to shake things up and get uncomfortable again. Um, meditating, you know that I've, I've, I'm 27 days deep, nice um, on that shit, and that's not that's not really who I am. I mean, if you talked to me three or four years ago, somebody would be like, "Dude, there's no fucking way that you'll ever be somebody that tries to meditate and zen out." But again. And at first, it's uncomfortable because you sit there. You're just sitting there with your eyes closed. Like, nothing's really happening. Yeah. Like, this is stupid. Yeah. You, there's your brain again talking a bunch of shit. It's a waste of time. You're yeah. Like, wait, what else would I be doing? Yeah. It's like...
1: Drinking coffee and... Yeah. S-
0: sitting there? Waiting to get in the shower? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so it's just a matter of, again, trying to always evolve. Yeah. And there was that moment even just in this last summit where Jaco said, you're content mm. to to one of the ROT members mm. because he says... Um, Hey with COVID and everything and Jim shutting down, how do we how do we stay motivated? And he says you're content. Yeah. I th- I think that that hit everybody in the group really mm-hmm. uh, because this individual is telling a high performer that he's content, which normally high performers don't hear that from anybody. Yeah. And it got me really even thinking about myself like in terms of how many times in life I have got to a certain point and just been like, "Yeah, I'm good." You know, I'm, whether it's your physical shape and that moment right where you say that you're good, that's the moment that things start turning for the worse.
1: 100%. That's the
0: moment that you're, you start going out, getting out of shape, not into it. There's no such thing as autopilot. That's what you people need to remove from their vocabulary is auto, either you're progressing or you're degressing. Yep. There's not that once you believe that there's just cruise control so to speak that's not you're actually degressing when you're not in control
1: well that's so many people's goals too dude is they're like i just want to get to this level or get to this weight or get to this you know whatever it is you know money in the bank account and then i can and then i can just chill right and then we get there and we do we chill and then we just it all starts going backwards and just like anything else, dude, you just have to be aware of it so you can snap back into into go mode. You know what I mean? Uh, take on another challenge or do something to push yourself and get uncomfortable. Because, dude, I mean that's we all do it, man. We we get to these. It creeps up on us too. It's like a ninja, bro. Content is a ninja, dude. I I caught you myself. You can't
0: see that shit. It's so ninja. Very
1: recently, dude. I'm like, damn, bro. And I'm using this house as my crutch and all the shit I got going on. A new baby. And I'm building the house work and fitting in the podcast and fitting in the you know work calls and all this shit and i'm just like neglecting all these other things and i know dude i know so because i'm like, you
0: know a valid excuse is still an excuse 100 yes you, I can, you had that you, exact
1: thought just the other day i was like bro i got so many excuses i know i'm busy i could still yeah I, tw- I twisted my ankle bad bro but i'm still out working on my house so i could definitely still be doing some workouts you know what i mean i might not be able to run on it but i could still get down and whatever man get my push ups sit ups get you know whatever get in get get your get your shit i've let my i've let my uh, uh, workouts go to shit lately dude and i know about it
0: um, so so uh, i just got an idea to what just an idea okay so this 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 will be and again you know we, we don't have to do it you know <laughs> yeah um what the idea is after each podcast, I challenge you to to do something for an entire week until we hit our next podcast, and then you challenge me to do something. All right. Something different, you know, so- whether it's running a mile a day for the next seven days or whatever it is, you know, reading 10 pages or doing just something because we, we talked – that guy, he said, you should always have – you should set challenges for yourself, and if you're not yeah. setting challenges for yourself, you're going to get comfortable.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: That's just the way it is. So, what challenges are you guys putting on yourself on a day-to-day basis to try to get better? You know, just recently, I've turned up the way that I'm working out again because I just wasn't comfortable with the way that I felt, the way that I looked, um, because I got to a certain point and got comfortable. Yeah, and I'm like, well, I, I look fine. I'm I'm good, mm-hmm. and then I start eating in a different way than I normally yeah. start eat. Start
1: Eating up five guys. Or... Oh God, don't, <laughs> don't
0: don't go that before yeah. any challenge. You
1: know, uh, but, nah, but dude. Yeah, I've been I've been slacking on those areas for sure, bro. So I'm 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 down to take on a challenge. That was one of my biggest takeaways from seventy five hard, bro. Was man, you have to challenge yourself to to grow. Right, like a challenge is such a great tool. You have to fully commit to seeing it through 100%. That's
0: why it's called and a it challenge. And it is a it's not huge,
1: easy. it's huge motivation or a huge compounding uh, confidence builder, right? Like, cause when you, when you see a challenge all the way through, bro, you're just a little bit more confident to take on a bigger challenge Guaranteed. over and over and over and over Guaranteed. again. And that was actually a lot of content that I put in my outline for the book that I'm working on, Guaranteed. you know, which is another thing I've, uh, I've put on the back burner for this house, you yeah. know? So, um, but yeah, dude. Contentness is a ninja, dude. That's my thing for <laughs> <Yeah>. this podcast. <laughs> Make that a quote, Austin. Content
0: is a ninja. It'll sneak up on you it real quick, sneak up on you, man. Um, and so, but yeah, I'll take on a challenge. Yeah. Um, so what I'll do? I mean, it, I want you to give me my challenge first before I decide what yours is. What, what? should I do for the next seven days? Just straight. <sighs> Again, it could be it could be anything. Hmm. That I have to do for seven days straight again, it should be something somewhat uncomfortable because that's what we're talking about is putting ourselves in a state of uncomfort.
1: Did you do a lot of things, bro? I already know your ass takes cold showers, your ass works out. um, It could be something specific in
0: working out or, you know, whatever. It could be running a mile at least every day for the next seven days, whether it's before my workout, after my workout, or... It could be, I mean, it could be whatever. And, yeah. and, and we're inviting you guys to accept these challenges as well. You know, I think that that would be pretty fucking cool is if, all, if anybody that's listening really wants to level up when you hear us do a challenge. How about this? How about we come up with a challenge that we both have to do? I just and thought that way, of one,
1: dude. I just thought of one. I'm going to randomly pick clients out of our database and call them every single day. How many clients, though? Just to do like check-ins on them or I don't know, like some sort of like – We just do –
0: we each just do one client a day for the next seven days. So we just pick – that would be 14 clients that we just just call and 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 just thank them. We don't do that. We don't do that.
1: I mean we have employees that check in our clients. We have scheduled things and you know, like all the systems and processes. But we should just randomly – like almost like a random act of kindness, right? Yeah.
0: But, yeah, I mean, just calling somebody and saying, hey, we appreciate your business. I'm one of the owners here. You know, I just wanted to touch base with you, making sure that we're doing a good job. You know, is there any feedback that you can give me? I'll I'll pick, again, one a day for the next seven days, and then you do that as well. So that'll be 14 clients. And then anybody that's listening that has customers, it could be a friend or a family member, maybe even if you don't own a business, somebody that you reach out to, one person a day for the next seven days that maybe you haven't communicated with for a while. Mm -hmm. Somebody that maybe you don't communicate with really ever on Facebook or something like that, that you admire and they post cool shit, send them a message and say, Hey man, I appreciate you. Or Hey woman, I appreciate everything that you're doing, you know? So I think that that would be a a fun challenge to take on. Client reach out challenge. Yeah. A little client reach out challenge. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah, let's do that. So, and, and and anybody we'll that's that. listening that has clients or owns a business, we're challenging you as well to go through your database and pick out one client every single day for the next seven days and shoot them a call or shoot them a text and just let them know how much you appreciate them and how much you appreciate their business. One is probably the right thing to do anyways, yeah, especially in the 100%. situation that we're all in right now. Yeah, It's just to hey, reach was, out to people. For some
1: reason, man, I just wanted to call and check on you. Yeah. How's things going? It doesn't even have to be about us. It doesn't have to be about, like, what could we do better or anything.
0: So yeah. like, hey, I just want to check on you. How are things going for you? How's your business doing? How, yeah. Is there anything that we can How's do? How's your family yeah. doing? Yeah. No, that's cool.
1: Anything we can do for you at Easier Accounting? No, I You know, like something that. like
0: that. I like that. I mean, that's yeah, what we'll do. We'll we'll and then that. every single week, so you came up with that one. Next week, I'll come up with a challenge for us okay. to do. And then every week for this, maybe the next year or something, we'll try to do a challenge. Again, some could be physical in terms of exercising, mm-hmm. like... Fifty sit-ups a day for the next seven days. Somebody, it could be reading, mm-hmm. could be it could be a whole slew of different things. But this whole podcast is about getting uncomfortable, and so the best way to get uncomfortable is by setting challenges for yourself. Some things that maybe you don't normally do that would be good to to start doing.
1: All it's gonna do is is help you win more, man. It's just, exactly. All it's gonna do is build confidence. You got nothing to lose.
0: So we hope you guys you know enjoyed today's podcast. I mean, w- the only reason why we wanted to talk about getting uncomfortable because a lot of people are uncomfortable um, at this point in time. And again, it's not uh, self-induced uncomfort. It's COVID. COVID? COVID. I'm going <laughs> to rename that fucking thing. I hate this stupid shit um, if you want my true feelings on it. Um, but yeah, understand that, that the other side of uncomfort is where everything – Uh, that you benefit from happens. Mm -hmm. So just because you're in a state of uncomfort.
1: It's so hard, dude. But if you can tell yourself, like, this is an opportunity when you are in those jams, man, or you are being faced with something trying or challenging, um, dude, it's such a game changer.
0: So I'm going to read the review. uh, review. Cool. Let's do it. Not the. But the value is insane. Um, I've been listening to this podcast for a few months now. These guys are the real deal. I love how they're not just in it for the money of having a podcast, but they actually give business owners real advice. Gave me the courage to finally pull the trigger on my own business and podcast. Dad's being dudes. Nice, cool. I like Good it. Good for you. Yeah. Look, th- that that's an exact situation. That's an apex member, dude. Because I think I
1: saw him post that in the group.
0: No, that's no? uh. Some studly podcast or something. Oh okay. That's Mike Claudio. Oh yeah. Um Big Studs podcast. Okay. Is is what that one is. This 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 guy actually messaged um our account and said, Hey, I appreciate you. I yeah. yeah, maybe uh, that's where I read That's I. probably where you read it mm-hmm. was just checking the DMs yeah. and saw that. But um and they said, Hey, we would love to have you guys on the podcast one day too. Cool. You know? Um, yeah. And, and and if you're listening to this, you send us a message when you want us to be on the podcast. We don't have a problem jumping on other people's podcasts and just showing support when when we can. Yeah. Um, we've been on a few people's podcasts that's reached out to us on uh, through direct message. And, you know, we want to support you guys as much as we possibly can, just like you guys support us. But this is an exact situation of us basically copying other people that had a podcast that we looked up to and then we started a podcast and now it's taking off and doing pretty well. Mm-hmm. Now he's utilizing, he's emulating us yeah. in taking a page out of our book. He's like, those guys can do it. I can do it. And that's exactly. what you should tell that's yourself, what we man. did too. Yeah. So you're taking the page out of the page of the, the, that we are, you know, again, I hope many, many people do that. If you've ever even thought about starting a podcast and you haven't done it because it's uncomfortable, here's your, here's your fucking, dude, trust me, you're capable. The (laughs) opportunity is knocking right now. Like get, get it done. If that's something that you've ever even thought about, just get uncomfortable at this point in time. You guys need to put yourselves in many, 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 many uncomfortable situations that you become so numb to you know, what's comfortable versus uncomfortable Um, and the growth that you'll have from it's just going to be insane. So, uh, you know, me and Kel will have to continue to, and as you, as you continue to elevate, it's, it gets harder and harder to get uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. Like whether it's a podcast, whether it's social media, whether it's stepping on, eventually it's going to get to the point where you're going to have to start doing some crazy shit, jumping out of fucking airplanes and stuff. You know, getting uncomfortable just to even feel what that feels like again, and overcoming the mind that says, "What the hell are you doing, jumping out of a good plane?" Mm -hmm. Um, But then you do it anyways. You know, so (laughs) um, I know we sometimes ramble on at the end of the podcast, but you know, I I will ask again, just like we do at at the end of every podcast, that you guys, you know, rate and review the podcast, share it with your family, friends. If you if you follow us on yeah, if, if, if if you follow us on Instagram, you know like and comment and share our shit. Yeah. You know, Um, we, we definitely want to grow it and we definitely want to get bigger. And like that individual said, it's not like we're sitting here putting ads on the podcast
1: and we appreciate it so much. Yeah.
0: You know, I mean, everything that's happened so far is amazing but we feel as though that we can make a, a, a large impact. And the only way to do that is be by getting in front of large amounts of people. So just share it with friends, family, people that you think that really can benefit from it so that we can grow the community and, and continue to try to give value. Um, but we, 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 again, as Kel said, appreciate everything that you guys do and all the support that you've shown us. We wish you guys you know have a great day and you know we'll see you guys next week.